naftalitra.com and eachers 24 and 7 kochi india welcomes you to this blessed study of god's word today we are discussing kingdom values i am professor jacob abraham the gospel of jesus affects life in this world and life after death the gospel is about the eternal relationship of human with god that begins right now in this world itself relationships are based on what you have in common with the other person to find out what we have common with another we must understand what the other person values in his life a person is the sum total of the values he keeps in his life depending on an agreement and unity with one another the relationship deepens that means a deeper and meaningful relationship between two persons depends on what they hold in common as important and valuable this principle of relationship is true about our relationship with god a relationship with god is based on our adopting his values and removing from our lives those values that is not important or contrary to god the only measure of christian growth is christ likeness in our life how much we have become like jesus in terms of his value system therefore we must be sure we truly understand what god values if we misunderstand god's value system then we misunderstand who he is if we do not know what god values then we cannot be sure that we are becoming like him however a true understanding of kingdom values can transform our relationship with god all laws in the kingdom are formulated by the king kingdom values are the king's laws or king's laws are his values values and laws are one and the same thing in a kingdom king's values give us a clear understanding of the king himself because values are his nature thus all laws of a king is a revelation of his true nature in the old testament laws seemed lifeless and hard edicts of a king so jesus shifted the emphasis from god's edicts to his character for a child all directions from his parents for a gracious demeanor are hard laws but as he grows up he understands that his parents were trying to train him to live according to their value system so the laws always precede character development the old testament laws brought man to a point of impossibility but jesus introduced god's nature the values of god to help us to live naturally according to his laws when we become like christ the rules will no longer be necessary all rules become values the purpose of the sermon on the mount is to shift the emphasis from obedience to character from a list of rules to attitude jesus knew that attitudes determine actions changes in behavior without changing the attitude is temporary and frustrating correct attitude immediately brings correct behavior that is why jesus emphasized on the right attitude more than works all born again christians are born into the kingdom of god and hence do not belong to the kingdom of satan anymore so our values and standards must change to conform to god's kingdom 
after few preaching and miracles jesus got an audience sufficient to declare the values of his kingdom on the sermon on the mount jesus spoke about the value system of his kingdom the sermon began with the beatitudes which present god's values jesus did not care how this world under satan runs he was concerned about how the kingdom of god runs jesus teaches that as subjects of god's kingdom our value system must align with god's rather than the words all the values presented in the beatitudes and in the sermon that continues demand a kingdom centered life that means jesus wished his people to live a spiritual life in this world rather than a worldly life a life focused on each string and cloth is a worldly life laying up eternal treasure is a spiritual life now here comes the question how we lay up treasure in the kingdom of god why we live on this earth kingdom of god is a spiritual kingdom began sustained and eternalized by god the happy news is that by living in this world according to the values of the kingdom we can lay up treasure for eternity that means a life based on the value system of the kingdom of god itself is an investment in the kingdom a kingdom is a fortified belief system the kingdom of god has a fortified belief system kingdom of god culture is a war for dominion kingdom against kingdom values against values truth against lies and um, light against uh, darkness we are in a spiritual war paul said that the war is not against the flesh and blood but against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places in these heavenly places the demonically influenced rulers reside govern and oversee their agendas they have wild addictions philosophies beliefs values and world views they pass these on to men that pass them on to others when men gather around these demonically inspired teachings they develop a kingdom the spiritual warfare against the kingdom of god can be seen in the warfare against the christian values we are not just waging war against some unseen spirit but the teachings of the spirits that are promoted by people in other words satan uses people to advance their culture principles worldviews and um, values these are the strongholds we are fighting against kingdoms are organized by culture cultures can conflict the kingdom of darkness for example will conflict with the kingdom of light the kingdom of god conflicts with the other kingdom for dominion the war against biblical values is a continuous story the world and the worldly wise people constantly attack christian values when someone attacks us as a christian they are in fact attacking our values we are in conflict with the worldly kingdom of satan we are in conflict because the values of our kingdom is in conflict with the values of the kingdom of darkness the word preacher in greek is kerugos the word to preach is keruso the greek word kerugos is used by apostle paul in the following verse second timothy chapter 1 verse 11 to which i was appointed as a preacher an apostle and a teacher of the gentiles 
Historically, a kedux was an official representative of a kingdom sent by a king to convey his wishes, laws, values, culture, and expectations to the people. Without the ministry of a kingdom kedux, it was impossible for people to understand how to transform their lives and society to match that of their king. So Apostle Paul described his call as apostle and a preacher or kedux to transform the people to the values of the king. Not only Paul, we are also commissioned by the king to teach as a kedux the value system of the kingdom. Jesus ministered as a kedux of the kingdom of God, teaching us the values, culture and expectations of the kingdom of heaven. So as we have been discussing living according to the value system of the kingdom of God is laying up treasures in the kingdom laying up treasure in this world is not commendable at one occasion Jesus spoke a parable to encourage us to lay treasure in the kingdom this is the parable of a dishonest steward narrated in Luke chapter 16 Jesus is saying that he is wise because he invested in the future The parable goes like this a rich man had a steward who wasted his wealth by mismanagement so the master called him and demanded an account of his stewardship of wealth the steward knew that the master is sure to find out his mismanagement and will dismiss him from the job with a bad recommendation from his master he would not get any job with any other master so he could not do hard manual works and was ashamed to beg so he decided to act wisely to show a low figure of bad loans so he called the debtors and asked them to sign a new agreement showing half of the real debt to the master the steward was protecting his future by this act by expecting that the debtors whose debt he was reduced to half will receive him into their houses The master came to know about this wise action of the steward and the master was impressed by his wisdom. Jesus concluded this parable by exhorting his audience to make friends by the unrighteous mammon so that they may receive you into an everlasting home. Jesus is not here praising the irresponsibility or cunningness of the steward. The point of the parable lies in the concluding phrase they may receive you into an everlasting home the parable is about investing in eternity with earthly wealth for a wise decision for the best investment we must know the terms and conditions of the kingdom hence we cannot prolong this discussion beyond a certain time i'm afraid that we cannot discuss all the terms and conditions of the kingdom still let us try to discuss some important values one life in this world is an investment do not forget this law throughout this discussion this topic of our discussion is not investment but the value system of the kingdom but it happened that the value system is the law of the kingdom and living in this world according to the value system is an investment in the kingdom Matthew chapter 25 concludes Jesus prophetical preaching which he began in the foregoing chapter concerning his second coming to reward his faithful servants and take vengeance on the uh, unfaithful people the parable of the 10 virgins is narrated from verse 1 to 13 the parable of five talents is narrated in verse 14 to 13 
from verse 31 to 46 jesus goes on to speak about the reward to the righteous and vengeance to the faithless there will come a day when the son of man is sit on the throne of his glory people from all nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats and he will set the sheep on his right hand but the goats on the left then the king will reward those on his right hand with an inheritance to the kingdom the reward is based on what they have done on earth the king says that he was hungry and they gave him food he was thirsty and they gave him drink he was a stranger and they took him into their house he was naked and they clothed him he was sick and they visited him he was in prison and they came to visit him but the righteous remembers no occasion when they saw the king hungry thirsty stranger naked and they never saw him sick or in prison and they have never served him in any way here comes the twist in the parable matthew chapter 25 verse 40 and the king will answer and say to them assuredly i say to you in as much as you did it to one of the least of these my brethren you did it to me the faithless are accused and punished for not serving him by serving the needy around them they are punished for what they have not done not for the sins they have done they failed to live according to the kingdom values and that was considered a sin life according to the value system of the king is rewarded and the other will be punished the message is clear a life according to the values of the kingdom of god is a service to the kingdom it is a natural way of investment in the kingdom of god a life according to the values of the kingdom is rewarded in the kingdom our life is an opportunity to invest in the kingdom of god be wise to use every opportunity for a good investment second giving is blessing the second value of the kingdom is related to the first one we have learned that life in this world is an investment in the kingdom every work follows us into eternity and will be rewarded or punished The meaning of the following verse is better understood in this context. Acts chapter 20 verse 35 I have shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said it is more blessed to give than to receive. The value system of this world is receive and hold up to create wealth. the value system of the kingdom is to give in order to create investments giving is not losing but gaining giving is not throwing away it is investing giving in this world is receiving in the kingdom and so every giving is rewarded in the kingdom third reward is a chain system the rewards and blessings in heaven passes down from person to person in a chain system This is a marvelous truth that we must rejoice. Matthew chapter 10 verse 14 Matthew chapter 10 verse 41 He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward and he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. A prophet is God's special appointee he bears a special anointing as a prophet. Think about Elijah and Elisha. 
they travel from place to place and accept the hospitality of people people used to accommodate them in their houses because they were prophets or teachers of god for this kind of act of the people surely there would be a reward in the heavenly kingdom receiving a prophet as a prophet is receiving him in the name of a prophet under the sacred character of a prophet and a teacher it is receiving the prophet for the sake of christ and through the love for his church it is considered as a receiving jesus himself jesus assures that the reward for functioning as a prophet of god will be extended to the person who receive a prophet the same reward of the prophet will be passed on to the receiver jesus at another occasion assured us that all our works in this world may be rewarded partially here in this world and also later in eternity subject to the will and pressure of the god for percentage calculation all investments we make by living a kingdom life in this world is accounted in heavenly kingdom on the basis of a percentage calculation one day jesus was sitting in the temple confronting sadducees and pharisees he has cleaned the temple from all kind of business and trade it had definitely affected the income of the temple then jesus looked at people putting money into the temple treasury or offering box a poor widow came and threw in two mites a small amount but it was all that she had that means she put 100% of her wealth jesus used this incident to teach us an important lesson about the value system of the kingdom of god jesus called his disciples and said how the offering of the widow will be counted in the heavenly kingdom she has put all she had into the treasury that means she had put 100% of her wealth others might have given bigger amount to the treasury but that was out of their abundance and never comes to 100% of their wealth so the account system in the heavenly kingdom is related to our whole wealth remember wealth is whatever god has given us to live a comfortable life in this world and to support his kingdom in this world it includes our health money and time because all wealth that we possess belong to god and comes from god god accounts what we give back in terms of percentage of the whole wealth it is natural and justified so it is not the amount of wealth that gives back to god that counts in the kingdom it is a percentage of the whole wealth heaven follows a percentage calculation and five hidden spirituality is rewarded Our hidden spirituality is rewarded in the kingdom. There is no multiple reward system in the heavenly system. A hidden spirituality is not awarded in this world. Anything that is done with an intention of a reward or recognition of this world is not eligible for a reward in the kingdom because it is already rewarded by men. A good example for hidden spirituality is prayer. Prayer is the most personal expression of spirituality. The purpose of prayer is not to gain the praise of men or to gain a reputation of being a spiritual or pious person. Rather the purpose of prayer is communion with our heavenly Father. Jesus emphasized the superior value of unseen prayer that nobody even knows is occurring. 
he also emphasized the value of quiet confident prayer that trusts him as a heavenly father jesus points out in matthew chapter 6 verse 5 to 7 the motivation of prayer and the manner of prayer we should not pray to be seen by men prayer is a personal communication with our father who sees in secret and reward you openly we should not use vain repetition as the heathens do jesus speaks of charitable deeds in matthew chapter 6 verse 1 to 4 charitable deeds should not be done to be seen by men otherwise we will have no reward in the kingdom when we do a charitable deed do it secretly so that your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly Jesus is speaking about a value system in the kingdom that reckons our attitude when we do a charitable deed remember attitude is important not the place or manner Jesus in his sermon on the mount is emphasizing on the right attitude of our mind that is you may be praying secretly or open you may be doing a charitable deed in secret or open or you may be even repeating the same words in a prayer or same scripture in a prayer if your attitude in doing so is to please god you will be rewarded openly in this world as well as in the kingdom of god if your attitude is to please men the place and manner would not matter we will receive reward or recognition from men and we will not receive any reward in the kingdom of god the values in the kingdom of god is not according to this world but according to the heavenly king they are for us to obey and practice in our life they are not impossibilities they are possibilities a life according to the kingdom values is an investment in the kingdom every good work of man is rewarded in the kingdom so live according to the kingdom values live a kingdom life may god bless you thank you for listening amen